Hi, my name is Sarah Milne. I am a professional singer, dancer, author, and founder of the Kitty and Custard Club. Welcome to the Kitty Pod. Here's your host, author, dancer, and creator of the Kitty and Custard Club, Sarah Milne. Let's move it. Move it with Kitty and Custard, Kitty and Custard, Kitty and Custard Club, Club, Club. Yeah! I want to begin the episode today and talk to you about an experience that I had, a story, if you like, on a student of mine that came to me at my school. She came to the school and the mum brought her in and said, okay, so she wants, she likes singing, she likes acting, she likes dance, but she's very, very shy. So I said, okay, that's fine. She wouldn't come into the school. She wouldn't come into the studio. Um, so the mum was getting very worried and said to me, oh, I don't think, you know, she's gonna stay. And I said to her, just leave her. Let's just leave her here. So there was a sofa at the time. Um, and I said to the little girl, okay, you can stay here and sit on the sofa and watch her. So after some persuasion from me, she came in and sat down on the sofa. She sat on that sofa for the whole entire day. Um, she didn't move, but she was clearly moved by the class and she was watching intently. Uh, she was very focused and very quiet. She left the class that day and the mum said to me, did she do anything? I said, no, but she watched. Don't worry, come back tomorrow. So she came back the next day, did the same thing. And by this time, the mum said to me, now I'm really worried. I said, look, leave it, it's fine. She will be okay. She's only young. So she came back on the third day and I said to her, would you like to come in and do the class? You've been watching for a while. So she sort of said, okay. So I grabbed her by the hand um, and brought her in. And she then started at the back of the class looking around and she started to move and sing a little bit, but not much. But she, her confidence was so, she was so lacking in confidence, but I believed that she would eventually join in with the class because she was so excited to see it. And only because of her stillness and her watching for so long intently, I knew that she would be okay. Um, and by the end of the week, she was actually up singing and dancing and we did a summer school performance and the mum came and said to me, wow, it's unbelievable. She's so happy and so confident. What did you do? And I said, I didn't do anything. I think I just gave her time um, to explore, but also just to give her time to settle because she was so young, but her self-confidence was so low at the time. She obviously thought this is a new adventure. I can't do it. Um, but clearly by the end of it, she was able to. So it was a real joy. Great. Wow. Are there any statistics currently about kids' mental health? And how do you think that song and dance can help improve the mental health of children? So although the arts is not the panacea for um, all mental challenges, it has been shown that it actually helps a lot with mental health for children. Um, the song and dance aspect of it is that I think it taps into children's emotions. Um, it's letting children 
um, express themselves confidently. It gives them an inner seed of confidence where they can find their own voice and express themselves. And I think that it does have um, a great effect on getting children to get rid of the jitters, whether that be physically or mentally. Um, it's very important in that. And I've seen a lot of children that come in, again, with maybe quietness or shyness, or even not, maybe they're completely the reverse and quite out there. Um, but I think each child um, is different. I think that every child can have a problem. I'm not saying all, but some can. And I think that the arts helps give a support network, um, a heart around them to be able to support their health of their ment mentality. Um, and I've seen that it is supportive. I do believe that even though it's current today um, and we are more aware of mental health issues, I still believe that there is more to be done for mental health um, and that the arts is a very good mechanism to support children with their mental health um, purely because it lets it's more of a spiritual um, organic way of letting go of issues um, I think that there's still a lot of work to be done um, with lots of people talking about it um, I would love to see you know people talking about it more Clearly, um, it is a sore subject in some areas for some people, but I think that the more we discuss it, the more that we are giving resources ready available, such as song and dance, to be able to support children and young teenagers. I think that actually the organicness of it um, and the way it can help students, I've seen it myself, and children, um, it's beautiful to be seen it's beautiful the way it's done um and again it does definitely support students with their mental health i've seen it um i live it daily um and it's wonderful to see their progression and also just the fact that they develop and they become very happy in the oh, environment. Great. Sarah, what do you think is happening in the world at the moment that's causing such lack of self-confidence and self-esteem in, in children? So I think apart from the obvious ones with COVID, then um, post and pre-COVID, we still have issues. So we have a bloodline that runs right down from the past to the present, which will go into the future with self-confidence and self-belief. Um, I think that, you know, if I if a child is already wonderful, then why would they try harder? And I think that a lot of things today are driven by social media and Instagram, where children are and students are seeing the best of things. So everyone has to be the best. Parents um, and carers and teachers, I myself probably, you know, at home, we're always saying, you know, come on, do this, be the best at this, be yeah. the best at that. Um, but actually you know, self-confidence comes with inner belief. It becomes, it comes naturally uh, by inner belief. But I think children need to understand the process and the development that is required to be able to gain that self-belief. Oh. It shouldn't be something that is, you know, um, but I always say by the inch, it's 
a cinch by the yard it's hard um it's better to be the you know that inch and go slowly into it um because otherwise why would we what would we learn about ourselves what would we um know about ourselves and what would be able to educate each other from if we you know if we didn't know that i think i think you hit the nail on the head with social media there's no filter on a mirror and I, I don't look like that. And you know, you take a photo of yourself on your screen and it's naturally set up to smooth your skin out. You know, and you know, children are looking in the mirror like, I don't look like that. I don't no. look like that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I th I, especially with social media, I'm, I'm completely with you on that. Yeah, and you know, also competence breeds confidence, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day. I think that if you just say to a child, um, you know, give them encouragement, give them self-belief, you know, eye contact and confidence but you know if they're not always right then that's okay yeah. but you know encourage them slowly um i actually was watching a breakfast show on the bbc in london uh, a couple of months ago with regards to the olympic games and there was a a guy on there which i'm not going to name who won silver a silver medal and he sat there and apologised throughout the whole entire interview and was saying how sorry he was that he hadn't got the gold medal. Um, and obviously all of the interviewers were saying to him, you know, well done, etc. But for him, he was and genuinely in his eyes, he was really upset that he hadn't got gold. Yeah. And for me, I was so upset to see that because he's an Olympian. I trained as a professional dancer myself and I know the um, the dedication the sweat the tears the hard work that has to go into performing arts as a professional however it really did disturb me that he'd got silver but for him it wasn't good enough i understand his fight i understand his goal as an overachiever you know i get that um but it's okay to get silver and i think that children and students need to understand the importance of self-confidence that if you're not there yet that doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you are, you know, not good in society. What that means is you're contributing to yourself. It is means that you are contributing to your future and that you will get there in the end. So self-confidence and self-belief, you know, post-COVID, pre-COVID, Instagram, these children need to understand the self-belief within themselves and find that inner hero um, to be able to gain their confidence. How has the performing arts industry fundamentally helped yourself find your own self-confidence and love? So the performing arts um, has always been in my life from a very young age. Um, I started singing and dancing in the kitchen, um, annoying my parents. Um, but the house was always full of music and song, actually, from my parents. Uh, my dad was a, a blues player, harmonica player, my mum an opera singer. Um, they had other jobs, but they, you know, primarily filled the house with music. And I think going back to my childhood, um, I remember times um, of the song and the music and seeing people happy and smiling around me, which kind of gave me that um, feeling of loveliness, you know. So I think then I went on to do performing arts um, because of that, because I like music and I like dance. And luckily my mum... Uh, dedicated a lot of time to be able to get me to these classes um finding my self-confidence so um 
school was challenging for me. Um, I found it difficult because um, I had um, some struggles with maths and things like that, but it didn't really stop me, but it was difficult for me. So the arts was something that I felt settled in, felt comfortable doing. And so therefore, I suppose I found my inner voice and my self-belief through the arts. So it's primarily helped me find self-confidence and love. Um, a, because I have a huge passion for it. Um, it excites me. It educates me. I am still learning today. Um, so I can explore something new. I think that the love is certainly from the teaching side, especially with my school and the Kitty and Custard Club. It's about sharing that love and passion and energy that art gives to children so when you see a child smile at you or achieve something it's such an overwhelming um overwhelming you know important it's such an overwhelming situation i've been many a time where you know i'm close to tears or something when i see a child find that so i think finding love is definitely something because you're sharing the love that you have to a child and then basically they're showing you what they're doing and for me whether it's um, them doing it for the first time uh, and it needs more work whether it's them doing it the second time and it's better third fourth fifth and the tenth time the twentieth time and it's amazing I will always say to them well done for that however let's do more. Sure. So it's giving them, you know, self-love through that. That is how I show my love for the right. arts. And self-confidence, um, that's quite a hard one. I mean, self-confidence, I think as a performer, you're always um, critical. Um, I myself am a high achiever and I'm always looking for perfection. But I think it's also because I love the art so much of song and dance. So therefore... Um, as with lots of sports, you can always be better, um, especially high, you know, high elite sports. Mm. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think you have to find that inner seed to believe in yourself mm. and find confidence to be able to achieve it. However, that as a child, that needs to come from parents. It needs to come from teachers who can nurture that student um, to believing in their self-belief. Um, but the, the fact that the teacher shows the student, I believe in you. Yeah. And then when the student shows me, I'm working for you, that gives me self-belief. Right. And it certainly fills me with love. Nice. So Sarah, how can our listeners find out a little bit more about you and the Kitty and Custard Club? So listeners can find um, the Kitty and Custard Club on our website, www.kittyandcustardclub.com. On Instagram at join kitty and custard on facebook kitty and custard club and we're also available on spotify and soon i'm very excited to announce that we will be launching kitty and custard club tv which will be our brand new youtube channel where anyone can come on board and uh, follow us and dance with us and sing along with us um, and we will hopefully be launching a new app so there's a lot going on and um, if you want to follow us, then please get in touch. We would love to hear from you. Sarah, thank you so much for talking to me today. You've been awesome. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you very much, Tony.